بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد my brothers and sisters i remind myself and you that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this beautiful month of ramadan al-kareem so that we become muttaqun la'allakum tattaqun allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun so that you may become muttaqun a muttaqi is somebody who is concerned and whose only concern is the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is not concerned about anything else his only concern is is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased with me or not this month is a month which is a month of great opportunity an opportunity to literally reboot and restart our lives an opportunity to restart our lives and put them on the path leading to the rida of allah whatever we did till now this is the month which has the which gives us the opportunity to erase it clean it and start fresh the question is do we take advantage of that or not and that will depend on only one thing and that is our taluq with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as i say all the time the purpose of ibadah is not the ibadah itself the purpose of unfortunately we have changed that for example if you ask somebody why are you, why are you reading quran this is a for sawab so allah give me reward and we quote the hadith also for every letter 10 hasanat alif lam mim is not one letter it is three letters 30 hasanat all of which is true but rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not say that this is the reason for the nuzul of the quran he said this is the sawab you get he did not say this is the reason allah did not send the quran so you can earn sawab allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the quran so that it can be understood and it can be applied in our lives now that will happen only when we have a connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we have a taluq with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala told us a very beautiful story about somebody who had this taluq somebody who was Khalilullah Ibrahim alayhi salam Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala told us this story he told us about this and I want you to put yourself in that place what Allah has told us I want you to put yourself in that place and see what is happening see what you can see Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala told us this story about his Khalil Ibrahim alayhi salam maybe at that time he would have been my guessing is maybe he was 10 12 years old can't couldn't have been older than that because of the nature of the story Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ أَرِنِي كَيْفَ تُحْيِي الْمَوْتَى قَالَ أَوَلَمْ تُؤْمِنْ 
قال بلى ولكن ليتمئن قلبي قال فخذ أربعة من الطير فصرهن إليك ثم اجعل على كل جبل منهن جزءا ثم ادعوهن يأتينك سعيا وعلما أن الله عزيز حكيم الله سبحانه وتعالى said and remember when Ibrahim عليه السلام said he asked my رب Rabbi arini kaifa tuhil mauta. Oh my Rabb, show me how you give life to the dead. Now, see the answer of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's asking a question, how do you give life to the dead? So what should be the answer? This is how I give life to the dead. No? How do you do this? This is how I do it. But Allah is not answering it like this. Allah is saying, You don't believe? What? You asking this question? What does that tell you? When somebody asks this question and for example, my brother here, Dr. Ziyad, suppose he tells me, Sheikh Yab, Sheikh Yabar, where is your house? Huh? If you ask me the question, where is your house? I tell, what? You ask him, where is my house? How can you ask me, where is my house? What does it mean? It means you are my close friend. How is it you don't know where my house is? You asking me when? Stranger asked me, okay, fine. You, you never been to my house? But you, how can you ask me when? So he's saying, Rabbi, arini kaifa tuhil mauta. Oh my Rabbi, show me how do you give life to the dead? And Ibrahim al-Islam's response is, Havalam tumin, you don't believe? It shows the closeness, the attachment, the affection, the love that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for his Khalil. And Ibrahim alayhi salam responds again, no, 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 of course I believe. But it will increase my faith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Ibrahim alayhi salam, he said, وَلَا قَلْبِ He said, Ibrahim alayhi salam said, but it increases my faith. He said, if Ibrahim alayhi salam could say that, then we have even more right to say that. Even more haq to say this. So, he says, so that is my faith. Now, so what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do? Simplest thing, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have killed something, make it alive, this is how it, this is how it happens. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this young boy a whole project. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, go and find four birds. Then incline them towards you, meaning tame them. So they love you. They, you, they become your pet birds. Now he says four birds, he didn't say four chickens. He didn't say four ducks. Because I mean, these, are, these are agrarian communities, they are farmers, they will have animals and birds in the farm. So they, will, they would have chickens, they would have, you know, Ducks and geese. Allah said, no, no, not those wild birds. And then Allah did not say, catch them or put in a cage. No. It should be free flying. Let it remain wild. But when you call it, it must come to you. It's not magic. Do it. Now, what does it mean? How do you do that? Can you simply go catch a sparrow and it will come? No. If you want a wild bird, if you want to tame a wild bird 
and have it in a situation where if you call it, it comes to, it has to be done when it is a chick, small bird. So what does it mean now? It means that Ibrahim alayhi salam first has to figure out four different species of birds. Then he has to figure out their life cycle. When do these birds nest? When do they lay eggs? He has to find the nest. He has to keep watch on the nest. Then he finds the bird has laid eggs. Now the eggs are hatching. It takes some, it takes some time. It's not overnight. It takes some time. Each bird has a different cycle. Gestation cycle. It takes so many days. For the chicken it takes 21 days. So, so many days. Then when the chicks hatch. If he takes the chick out of the nest when it is too young it will die. If he waits too long and the chick becomes too old it will fly away. He can't catch it. Or even if he catches he cannot train. He cannot train. So exact time he must know. He has never done this before. How does he know all this? He can't go to Google and say what is the time for a sparrow. No. So Allah is guiding him. Right? Step by step Allah is guiding him. So he's got now these four chicks. How long does it take? We don't know. Maybe months. It's not years but definitely it's not days also. Maybe several months. He's asked a question. He's got to wait months. He's got to work for this question. So now he's done all that. He's got these four birds. And these birds come to him when he calls them. He feeds them. And think again. Another thing. Four different species. They eat different things. All birds don't eat the same thing. Some are grain eaters. Some are worm eaters. Right now here in our garden you've got, you got the American, the American uh, robin. Which eats earthworms. Almost entirely earthworms. Nothing else. Then you've got chickadees, you've got uh, cardinals, uh, you've got uh, nuthatches, they eat seeds. So if you catch a robin and you want to feed it seeds, it won't eat. You caught a nuthatch and try to feed it worms, it won't eat. So Ibrahim al has to figure out all of this. Which, what species, what do they eat, so on, feed them different things. Now he's got the birds. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, then what you do? You slaughter them, all four of them. You chop them up. Mix it all up, separate it into piles, and the Quran does not say how many, maybe 3, 4, 10, 15, God knows what comes. And then he says, each little pile of mincemeat, which has blood and bones and feathers and the head of one bird and the tail of another bird and whatnot, take it and put it on top, each pile on top of one hill. Now we don't know how many hills there were, whatever it was. And then Allah says, come back and stand in the middle and call them, they will come to you. Huh? Can think about this. Now there's a head there, there's a tail somewhere else. All of this we're going to catch. They're going to match up, join up again, come alive, and they will come to you. Now, what is the purpose of the stories of the Quran? It's not some fairy tale or it's not some entertainment. You know, time pass until iftar. No. It is for us to reflect on the khudrat and majesty and glory of Allah and say, This is Allah. Now imagine what is happening to Ibrahim salam, this little boy who is standing there to whom all of this is happening. What is it doing to his heart? What is it doing to the strength of his belief? Strength of his yaqeen? Huh? Now think about this. There was also another man who asked the same question. How can Allah bring back the, bring back the people alive? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put that ayah in the Quran in the same place in Surah Al-Baqarah. 
Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said aw kalladhi marra ala qaryatin wa hiya khawiyatun ala ghurushiha qala anna yuhyi hadhihi Allah ba'da mautiha fa amatahu Allah fa amatahu Allah 100 amin thumma ba'atha qala kam labist qala labistu yawman aw ba'da yawm qala bal labista 100 amin fanzur ila ta'amika wa sharabika lam yatasanna وانظر الى وانظر الى حمارك لنجعلك عايه للناس وانظر الى العظام كيف ننشزها ثم نكسوها لحما فلما تبين له قال اعلم ان الله على كل شيء قدير الله سبحانه وتعالى said the ayah before this before the ayah about ibn al-salam Allah said there was a man who came, he was on his donkey, riding his donkey, he had his food with him. He passed by a town. And this town was a ruin. All the houses collapsed, roofs, roofs collapsed, everything completely dead, nobody's dead. So the man says, how can Allah bring back to life this thing? Now see the, see the tone. Kaifa tuhil mauta is different from, how can Allah bring this back? Very different tone, right? كيف تهيل الموتى is تعلق with Allah he is asking Ya Rabbi there is edge there is humility there is humbleness there is love there is the azama of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heart how can Allah bring this back to life he is almost on the point of kufr <coughs> by saying how can Allah do it it's almost it's almost like saying I really don't believe it can happen huh? he is not saying that it's, the tone is like that even though he is not using the words don't. Ah, how is it possible? Meaning what? It's not possible. How can it be? Means it cannot be. So what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do now? Same question. I mean, nature of the question is the same, which is how will you bring back the dead? Response is very different. What is the response? Allah says, die. You want to ask a question? Die. I'll show you. And then what happens? 100 years he is dead. 100 years. Miyat Amin. Then he comes back alive. Then Allah says, how long were you all dead? Maybe one day, maybe half a day, maybe a part of a day. He said, no. You were dead for 100 years, not this. 100 years. Look at your food and food and drink. No change. Just like this. Look at your donkey. Donkey is dead, gone, finished, disintegrated, bones. And then in front of his eyes, this donkey comes back to life. The flesh comes back on the bones, donkey stands up. Now, think about this. The story, this ayat we have read, the stories we have heard, think about this. If I drop down now dead, Alhamdulillah, I am happy because I will be going in the masjid talking about the name of Allah in, so in the state of form, Alhamdulillah. But I am saying if I die now, and I come back to, if Allah brings me back to life after 100 years, what will I see? Every single person I know would have died. Everyone, without exception, right? Nobody I know today will be alive 100 years from, to, from today. There are 21, 23. This is 2023. In 21, 23, every single person I know today would be dead. No matter what their age. Right? 
So when I come back to life 21, 23, I have no family. I have no friends. My cards don't work. Maybe my money doesn't work. Gadgets don't work. My IDs don't work. I have no identity. Right? And then we don't know what the world is going to be like and what the world will be in 100 years from now. We have no idea. Whether this West Springfield will be at the bottom of the ocean, we don't know. Maybe the water has risen or something. Allah knows. See the test. He asked the same question. But see the test. Ibrahim asked the question. It's all, you know, love and muhabba. And Allah is saying, all right, here it is. That man asked the question in a different tone of voice. He got the answer. He said, I know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do whatever he wants. But now what? What about you? Why? Different strokes, different folks. That's what my Sheikh is to say. Don't believe that whatever is natural to happen will happen to you. What will happen to you depends on who you are with Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got some rules for the general public, for the general world. Those rules apply to whoever is there. But for special people, there are special rules. The same rules don't apply. Yeah, my Sheikh used to say, May Allah give him Jannah. He used to say, supposing a man has, in, in our country we do for festivals and so on, we call it Dawat Aam. So we have, we make food, lots of food. And then there's a open invitation, anybody can come. So there is this big sofra, Dastarkhan. And anyone, you can just walk off the street, come and sit and, sit and eat like, like a langar. Nobody will stop you. So my Sheikh used to say, supposing this Dawat has been done uh, by my friend here, Mahmoud So I see this is Mahmoud house. I know Dawat. I, I walk in from the street and I am sitting there. Suddenly Mahmoud sees me. Right? He sees me sitting there. I am about to start eating. He sees me. What does he do? He comes here. Grabs me. Come, get up. Get up. So what should I feel? This man, I thought he's my friend. He's depriving me of eating. He's preventing me from it. Is this what I should think? Or I should think that, no, no, no. Because he is my friend. I'm such a close friend of his. He doesn't want me to sit and eat with everybody. He's picking me up. He says, you come, you come. You, you will eat here inside our house with us. With special table. This, this general thing is not for you. It's a special table. Get up, get up, get up. Ta'alluq Allah. General rule for the general public. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people who Allah loves, different rule. And the key to that is what? What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about Ibn Ali Where he said, وَإِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَلَمِينَ He said, submit. His Rabb said to him, submit. He said, I have submitted. Ramadan al-Kareem comes to remind us to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalaluhu to make us among those of his slaves who he considers to be submitted to him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enter us among those who he loves and who love him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our du'as especially at this time. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us whatever we ask and to add to it from his majesty and grace. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His generosity to forgive us, to cover our faults, to make, to ensure that our faults are not, are not exposed before anyone. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us. Please.